Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. Today I'm here with Taymon. What's up, girl? <laughs> You were born originally in Athens, Texas. Yes, yeah. I was. Um, East Texas is like really small, kind of country. And was your all your extended family in Texas, or um, all my? Well, I mean, I have some like you know uh, like cousins and stuff. Like, I have some people that live in like Alaska, oh, and, wow. like uh, Las Vegas, and but basically, uh, pretty much everyone's in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your parents are originally from there as well. They are. Yeah, they were born and raised there. My dad still lives there. My mom, she moved to the DFW, which is like the whole. Uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Metroplex area. Mm-hmm. And what did your parents do when you were growing up, like career-wise? So my mom was the city secretary for Athens, and oh, nice. my dad is like, uh, he's a manager in an electric company. Oh, so where do you think you got your creative side from? Um, so I think that I got it from, it's kind of crazy, I don't really know, <laughs> but my dad's like rock star, like his uh, like his mood is rock star, you know what oh. I'm saying? Like he's funny and He's like really outgoing and goofy, mm-hmm. um, and my mom, she's more like reserved, um, cautious, but still fun time. Mm-hmm. So like I have all of that combined in me. <laughs> what kind of music were they playing in the house when you were growing up? Um, so they were playing, uh, like my mom was like playing like Nickelback and like Ryan Cabrera, <laughs> and um, my dad was playing country, stuff like that. Um, but my sister, I have an older sister, she's eight years older, and she was playing like Jaquan and Nelly and T-Pain and mm-hmm. that's where I got like that's that's what I like yeah. that's what I still listen to. But it's kind of a farm they grew up in mostly cows though right? Uh-huh yeah so we had cows we didn't have horses um, or like chickens but we had cattle and I would go with my dad and we would put out hay bales uh, mm-hmm. for them to um, eat and stuff like that. Was it kind of like a just something they did on the side because they already had their like full time. So job. yeah, you you can have cows and my dad would make money off of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he would feed them and we would sell them and stuff like that. But also you can I'm not sure, but you can claim some taxes oh. if you have livestock on your property. So that's how they would write off their taxes and oh, stuff smart. like that. Yeah. Now I kinda wanna it's farm. crazy. I'm like, why do we have these cows? <laughs> <laughs> And back then you were really athletic, right? Yeah. How yeah. do you know? Uh, you did yeah. softball and stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, that's crazy. So Basketball. I played like, yeah, I played like a lot of sports. Um, and I was really athletic. My dad was like the coach. Oh Like wow. he would coach us and stuff. He was like really hard on us too. Like he's like tough love but good love. Like he made me solid. I'm solid because of that. Mm. Yeah. And you, do you think you've always been like competitive? Yeah, I am competitive. Uh, <laughs> But I'm pretty good. I'm like I'm glad I'm good at stuff because I I like I'm not a sore loser. But I'm like, oh no, we can't leave till I win. We have to play again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you sp- spend a lot of your free time back then, like training or how intense? Uh, yeah. Was so your, we yeah. were. I was always um like I was a pitcher. So we always had like softball lessons, uh, pitching lessons and stuff, batting lessons, stuff like that. Softball was like number one for me. Um, oh wow. Uh, and then I was you know cheer practice and stuff like that. Uh, basketball and soccer and volleyball I kind of let go of like beginning of high school and started focusing more on softball but other than that my time like we would get some beer and we would hit a back road where you wouldn't Mm -hmm. see any other cars or anything and we would play music and that's how we hung out we would party in pastures Mm -hmm. and 
sometimes the gas stations. <laughs> and that's how you found a lot of hip hop right through. Was it the people on your basketball team or? Uh, actually, yeah. So I, the very first time, um, like I like knew, I was like, you know, I was just love hip hop and stuff like that. Was I was um, playing on my sister's. I took my sister's CD player to one of my basketball games when we were traveling and. Man, Jaquan was on there, like yeah, you like love Tipsy. Bro, Tipsy is my <laughs> shit. I actually have like the record, like the actual. No way. Yeah, I have the vinyl. <laughs> and then is that where you heard? Is it called Big Tuck or what was this? Okay, yeah. So Big Tuck is from Dallas, and mm -hmm. he's a legend, and I love him so much. But I, yeah, I started hearing him at pep rallies, and like, uh, you know, that's people I grew up with in my high school once I figured out who my friends were and stuff mm -hmm. um so they were listening to that's how I got hooked on it it's really the sound of like south it's like south hip-hop like that shit just stuck in me so now when I hear it if I hear it no matter who it is like we're gonna jam it you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying like I like how boosty sound I like how you know like little snoop sound and stuff like that I like that you can hear that twang I like I don't know mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it <laughs> And other than being athletic and her music choices, how else would you describe yourself back then growing up? So, um, you know, growing up, I kind of felt like I had to be like my parents, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They were a little country. Um, but I was a little country. Like, my first vehicle had camo seats. And it was a truck. <laughs> um, but then I grew up and I started, you know, I wanted... I was like really wild. I looked a lot different than everybody else in my hometown. Like not everybody had tattoos all over them. And I was just kind of going against what was I was kind of like raised doing. Yeah, actually, and I kind of yeah. felt bad. Like, am I supposed to be like this? And then I was like, this is me. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, where do you think you what was the turning point that you became more rebellious? And where do you think that came from? Damn, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I was in high school and I was hanging out with older people. Um, as soon as I got to high school, I started hanging out with, like, the seniors and stuff like that. And because of softball, that's how. But I I have no clue. I have no clue what made me switch, like, mm -hmm. switch over. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And were your parents concerned? Yeah, they yeah. think I'm the crazy one. So, like, my sister's really good and, like, she's, like, A on a roll, stuff like that. Oh, wow. And I was, like, just trying to get, like, a 70 and, like, I only wanted to play sports. She wasn't really that athletic, and we were complete opposites. So for her to do everything that they tell her to do and me be like, no, I'm not doing that, they were like, oh, my God. They say I'm a handful. <laughs> they be telling me all the time. Actually, back then, did you think you could pursue sports professionally? Sports, yeah, I did. I wanted to play for the USA Olympic team oh, for softball wow. because they don't have professional softball. Yeah. So I wanted to play for the uh, – USA team. Whoa. I know, right? It's funny. <laughs> and then, wait, so did you go to college? I did. Yeah. I um, I went to college for one year, and I played at a junior college in Texas. It was called Lawn Morris, and I played softball there for a year. And then I went home, and I went to beauty school, and it took me a year to get through that. Mm -hmm. Actually, going back, um, what made you want to go to college? I wanted to keep playing softball. Oh. Yeah. I knew I wanted to do hair, but if you play softball, you can't do hair. Hair is like a, you go to school from 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. Mm -hmm. You have to go all day. Like, you know, with softball, I was going to regular classes, one hour here, one hour there, practice, one hour. But um, I, once I got the softball out of my system, 
um, then it's still not out of my system. Yeah. I still love it and like I miss it and like I still be reminiscing. But uh, once well, I was yeah. tired of playing, I knew I was like, okay, it's time to go get my money. So I started doing hair. I started taking clients. Mm -hmm. and Actually, I, wait, sorry. No, you're good. Um, what were you studying in college? Hospitality management. Oh, really? How did you yeah. get into that? Or what about it excited you? So they didn't have anything like cosmetically related when I was going for softball. Um, so there was like, I could do hospitality management. It would be like for me to own my own salon. Mm. Or like I could do like hair on a cruise ship, like cruise yeah. ship or something like that. So I tried to do that. Me and the teacher did not get along. <laughs> I dropped my major like that. I dropped out. The college didn't even realize that I had dropped out. Like, oh. like I was going there for like a whole semester. I knew when the semester ended. I'm like, oh damn, they finna catch me. I gotta dip and I gotta go to beauty school. Mm -hmm. And they just, I was still like traveling on the softball team and eating in the calf and they had no idea. I was not going to any classes at all. <laughs> was it kind of surprising of a career change to you? Because maybe, was it like your whole life your dad was like coaching you yeah. to be this like softball athlete and then yeah. that's probably what you were but then somehow hair yeah. was yeah yeah so I knew I was gonna do hair I was doing everybody on the softball team like we were uh, I was doing it in the dorm rooms and stuff I knew I was gonna do hair um, then once I got situated I was doing hair for like five almost six years mm -hmm. I was like damn my back hurt my fingers hurt like this cannot be like I'm supposed to be getting my hair done like this cannot be what it is yeah. I have to do something else where do you think your interest in hair came from, though? I I don't know, but it's um. So I like to draw and I like to paint. Mm -hmm. I'm not like super, super, super good at it, but I'm pretty artistic. Um, so hair is almost like you know painting. Oh. Yeah, it's like painting. Like I was doing color. That's like a big deal to me. I love color. Mhm. Mm like even wigs. Like I switch my hair a lot. Like I have a lot of fake hair at home and stuff. Like. I just, it just do something. I don't know why yeah. hair make me feel so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I have good hair though. Yeah. <laughs> so did you like working a lot at the salon? So I did when I first started. Um, you know, I loved that shit. I would like work my ass off and I had never seen money like that. Like I made good money oh, wow. and it just wasn't good enough. Honestly, it's like, I don't know how to explain. I was miserable. I went mm. like my very... Once I realized I wanted to do music, then when I had to go from, I was having shows in Dallas and I was having people scream my lyrics and stuff wow. while I'm on stage. And then I had to turn around and go to like a nine to five. Yeah, like it was like, so it was like horrible. So like my last few months at work, cause I quit my hair job, but my last few months at work, like I would find myself like crying in the break room or like, I was like, I was like, please, like, please, like when, like when, like when can I like, I have to go do mm -hmm. more. I have to be more. I have a story. I have a voice, and I want to say it. Um, and you know, I just stay down and like I'm I'm religious. Um, I talk to God all the time, and I just pray to Him. And I don't work there no more. Mm -hmm. You know. <laughs> Did you know people in music back then in Dallas, like early, early on? Um. So yes and no. Um. When I first moved there, my friend took me to a show and I met a couple of people on the underground scene. They were really nice and they just became my friends and I had no interest of doing music. Um, and then, you know, I just started to be around it a lot. And I'm like, damn, like, I like this shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be up on stage. I want to have a show. Like, if they like these people, they gotta like me. <laughs> but it was, um, it's it like feels amazing to have people rock with you like I know people that are good as fuck 
and people don't rock with them. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like that shit like have to hurt. That shit have to sting. So it make me grateful. I feel really thankful for the people that do that do rock with me and speak up and support me and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And how much were you rapping previously, like to meeting those people? I started rapping two. It's been it's about two years now. Mm -hmm. um, and. I had I was just freestyling in the choir with my friends like it wasn't anything. Mm -hmm. It wasn't anything. Were they at surprised all. like they knew that you had talent or? Yeah, they were. I was like, you need to do it. You need to do it. <laughs> oh, I, I was that. really nervous. Start sweating like, if if they wanted me to freestyle, they'd be like freestyle. I'd be like no, no, no. Like I can, but like I I was nervous. I was nervous to do it, and now it just is like second nature. The other night I was in the studio, I was like, damn, I'm getting good at this yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> was it difficult for you, like, getting in your first sessions, or how did those come about? Yeah, I was, boy, I was like, I was worried about what they would think, how they, like, like, do they think I suck? I don't know what I'm supposed to even fucking sound like. Like, what am I, what am I even doing? You know what I'm saying? Then somebody was like, the best, um, my producer, his name's Dustin Cavazos, and he told me, like, the best thing ever is, like, It stayed with me forever. He's like, the best thing about making music, Tay, is that's your music and nobody can tell you how to make it or what it's supposed to sound like. And I'm like, you're right. So now I'll be in the studio, people be like, I think you should. I'll be like, I think you should. Shut up. Because it's my son. No. <laughs> I love that. How did it happen? So after you first making your first songs, did you already think of putting out music videos? Right after? Or how was it? I really only wanted the music video, to be honest with you. I was like, The reason I did it, um, I was like, man, I want a music video. Like, I feel like I could look cool. Like, this shit is fire. Like, I'd be at home, like, you know? Yeah, like, so good I'd be like, I'm killing it in the mirror at home. Like, I can do this shit. I can do this shit. And I got my first video back, and I was like, damn, I can't do this shit. And But they liked it. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to look like. Not mm -hmm. on the production end, but like me. It's like every time I do a music video, I learn something, and I get more comfortable and more comfortable, so... Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm getting excited because like we're starting to like really plan like it used to be call daily Hey, pull up. Let's shoot a music video. We're gonna do it. You just bring a cool car and you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And now it's like we're really starting to think and plan and I'm impulsive. So like I'm I'm, I'm planning stuff out trying to make some movies. Mm -hmm. And your first show was with Lil Debbie, right? It was. You're so <laughs> nice that you know. Yeah, I love Lil Debbie, man. I look up to Lil Debbie. But look, but you were like looking at the video, right? Of you and you're like, oh, you didn't like how you were like performing on stage back then. How did you know that? How did you know that? <laughs> I did not like how I looked. I was like, what the fuck, Tay? Like, that shit was crazy. That shit was so embarrassing. And now, um, I've even had a couple people tell me, like, man, you come a long way. I'm like, no, for real. For real. Now I feel comfortable. Uh, sometimes I I still get nervous, but it's, like, good nervous. It's, like, a good nervous. Mm -hmm. And you never had a different name before Tay Money, right? Was this your uh, first? Or? So, I know. This Tay Money is officially it. It was just my at name was, uh, was never Tay Money. I just made it Tay Money. It was... Tay Watson, because my last name's Watson. Mm -hmm. um, and so we recently made it Tay Money. Tay Money's taken. I offered the Tay Money on Twitter and I offered the Tay Money on Instagram some money. Come up off the at name. They're not fucking with it. So I had to be Tay Money, duh. <laughs> and what made you want to add money to it? Um, so they, okay, you know what? I see where you went with that. I, my rap name was never, like, I never had a rap name before, but they would call me T-Money, where I was oh, from. Oh, okay. Um, and so, 
I took part of my aunt name, Tay, and I took my new, my old T-Money, and I put them together, made it my Twitter name, and then it stuck. People were just calling me Tay-Money out in public. Oh. And, hey, Tay-Money, Tay-Money. Oh, shit. Okay, well, my name's Tay-Money. I honestly contemplated for a really long time on making my rap name Tay Watson, but I didn't do it. <laughs> I like Tay-Money a lot better. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So how did you meet your team initially? Um, man, that's crazy. I Actually, you had like a bunch of different people that try to manage you, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. Um, I, I I worked with somebody first. Um, I worked with somebody at first from the DFW area. His name was Rod. Um, you know, we still um we have a friendship. Like we don't hate each other, nothing like that. It just wasn't the right work for me. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I worked with another dude out of L.A. His name was Jofi, and no hate to him. And you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'm still building, and I'm trying to find out who's for me, who's not for me. And it's kind of scary out here. You don't know who you can trust. And you don't know. You don't know. Like, it's like you could make this one move that could take you all the way, or you could make one move that could take you back to where the fuck you started. Mm-hmm. Um but I met my team now, and I would not trade them for the world. I love them. I'm so thankful. Mm-hmm. I have I have a group of girls that are my friends um, that I bring, like, two or three with me about everywhere I go. I have Mary. She's a stylist. and She's awesome. <laughs> she's awesome. And our styles are really similar in a way. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I'll be like, I want to wear this. I want to wear this. And she's like, okay, but what if we did this to it? And then, then she... Uh, it's just ooh, it's just the icing on the cake. Then I have my producer Dustin Cavazos, and I have Sam. Uh, his name's Guitar Emoji. They are always with me. You will not see me without them. Sam, um, he is a writer. I still write my music, but I want to give him his props. He helped me out about. He mm. gave me about twenty percent of my ooh, lyrics. He gave me about twenty. Um, I love Sam. I couldn't do it without Sam. Mm-hmm. And then I have Santi. He's my day to day. And my manager's name is Stan. And Stan is in Miami, and he is the motherfucking man. <laughs> he is, yeah. Did they just reach out to you online, or how did you meet Stan? Um, they actually reached out to a blog. Um, my friend, Sean Cotton, he is, um, he actually, like, helped me kind of, you know, pop. Uh, he runs Say Cheese. Mm-hmm. And love him. He's the best. And he, um, he helped change my life. He actually got me in contact they reached out to him they wanted to meet with me and and Sean flew me out they flew me out to Miami we sat down and we had a meeting it was a beautiful meeting it was the best shit I've I've met with some people in New York I've met with some labels and shit and like all that stuff I'm not signed a lot of people think I am I'm not um actually what's the reason behind that are you want to be or you're just waiting it out or I uh I I mean if the price is right I do want to sign I think that at one point at one point you do have to sign and that's cool but I need them to know my worth because it's like I know what I can do for you but it's kind of like what can you do for me I'm already yeah. making my money you're already doing you know so much saying? by yourself right yeah. um but I would definitely sign if the price is right I, I'm right now I don't want to sign like this month not next month maybe ne- that month you know what I'm saying I'm just mm-hmm. trying to build my value up a little mm-hmm. bit more and how did you figure out how to work your music videos early on, like place it with certain channels. Did you figure out that yourself or how was it? In a way, yeah. Um, I I just kind of peeped what everybody else was doing. And I'm like, you know, people was telling me how I should be doing shit. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of listening, 
but I was kind of also learning and and I was just trying shit on my own. I'm like, well, y'all did that. You telling me to do this and you did this, but it's not really working for you. Mm. So like, I can take your advice, but I kind of need to go my own way and do it my own, do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And there's not a yeah. rule book to this shit. There's not mm-hmm. a playbook to this shit. That's how I feel. I feel like they think it's a playbook. And I'm like, no. <laughs> and you think your audience changed a lot after you got on World Star Hip Hop, your music video? Do you think that my like, audience you, changed? Like, do you think you grew grew a lot from that? Oh, I did, definitely. Yeah. I definitely did. World Star helped me out a lot. Um, I want to drop another video on their page, but I want it to be like, I don't want to just let them drop any video. Like, when I see a video and it meets my expectations, because I'm very hard to please. There be videos I get them back, no, trash it. And they're like, we're not trashing it. I'm like, we're trashing it. It's not good enough. Um, as soon as I get one that meets my expectations, I'm sending it, I'm sending it straight there. I'm like, you are posting it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What was the inspiration behind your EP, duh? Duh. Duh came from Tay Money Duh. I'm like, well we're gonna call that bitch duh because like mm-hmm. Duh. Mm-hmm. But um, how about the songs on there? Like the inspirations behind those. So Tay Money by Tay Money is an inspiration um, from a song called Not a Stain on Me by Big Tuck. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a remake, except um, I could be mistaken. Don't quote my words. His beat is a sample from a Beastie Boys song. Oh, okay. And I remade my own beat instead of it's the original. Is, oh, oh, mine is. <laughs> Hey, look at these beautiful <laughs> flowers in my face. Look at a music video. I'm in LA, <laughs> But um, then uh, the other ones, like everything's really like 90s, 2000. Like that's still what I'm listening to. Like you go and you play me some rappers right now that are new and up and coming. No offense to them, but I'm probably not going to know who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know some because... They be having like little hit songs that be traveling through Dallas. I'm like, damn, what is it? That shit hot. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not gonna go look that up. I'm still on Apple Air Force Ones. Like, that's, mm-hmm. my friends probably hate my playlist. They be telling me, Tay, get some new songs, get some new songs. <laughs> <laughs> they be telling me all the time. And actually, you're referring back before, but religion's always been a big part of your life, right? So I was raised in church. Um, my parents got a divorce when I was. Um, in seventh grade which is probably when my switch over that's probably oh, my rebellion okay. that's probably right. where it came about. um but it it didn't really affect me like you know i wasn't like oh like i was like cooling like i had you know two christmases and it was cool to switch mm-hmm. up switch it up um and you know it was a lot better with them not being together because you know they fought and stuff so it was better when they were separated and mm-hmm. it was relaxing at home now um but when Wait, why were we talking about religion? Them? Okay, yeah. So I grew up in, uh, I grew up in church. When they got a divorce, we stopped going. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody did. They would try to go every now and then. It's like they just couldn't find their way. I think that's when we all needed it most. But I don't feel like I have to go to church to keep my relationship one thousand with God. I talk to God more than I probably talk to my best friend. Like oh. I just sit there and talk to him and talk to mm-hmm. him and talk to him. Because at this point, like, I've been at my lows and I've been at my highs. But when I'm at my lows and I don't have anything or anyone to go to, I can always go to him. And he always take me back to my highs. 
Mm-hmm. So, whatever it is, I don't want to force religion down nobody's throat. I don't like to do that. I don't like when people do that to me. But uh, if someone's having problems and they ask me for advice, I'm going to let them know, like the word of God. I'm going to mm-hmm. let them know. I love that. Thank you. Is it ever conflicting to you, like, that part? And then also, like, I think your that lyrics it, and stuff? Are, are, okay, yeah. yeah. I see where my mom's always like, can't you just, like, make a song where, like, it's not bad? And I'm like, it's not really bad. <laughs> They're not really bad. I'm really mm-hmm. not saying like horrible stuff. I know mm-hmm. like to my mom it may hurt her or be like, ah, oh, you know what I'm saying? She's mm-hmm. so precious. <laughs> but um, I feel like God, me and God have a good relationship. He knows who I am and he knows how I am. Mm-hmm. You know, he made me. So um, I don't think I, people are like, well, would you ever talk about God in your songs? And I'm like, no, because I don't want to combine the two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to talk about ass shaking and then turn around and talk about God oh, like yeah, you know yeah, I, I, what I mean. um but some there are many times in the studio where something sounds good or something sounds hard or Sam's like say this and I'm like I refuse to say it because mm-hmm. it's so bad you know yeah I do have a limit yeah like but if that. it's clean like clean clean and I can find a way to like kind of he ate my hat but he in out of spite yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just it just kind of seemed better mm-hmm where would you say you got your style inspiration from? Like Christina Aguilera, Gwen Stefani, Britney Spears, Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, now all of them are, no offense, but, like, I see them and I'm like, sis. <laughs> Come on, sis. But, um. Back in the that day, That shit, yeah, Eve. Oh, Eve yeah. is, like, behind, like, oh, I just wish I could be Eve. Yeah. Yeah. And Lil' Kim, right? And Lil' Kim, yeah, I even want to get the little, the even little paw prints tattooed on my boobies. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That's so fire. Actually, what are your favorite tattoos, and do you have a story behind them? Um, I love this little money bug. It's a ladybug, and mm-hmm. it has money signs on it. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that. I actually have a lot of stories, but none, like, that are like, ooh. I do want to get one. I'm going to get one soon, and it's going to be a butterfly, an origami butterfly, but the oh. paper is going to be a dollar bill or a oh, hundred dollar bill. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> How would you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger? Um, I probably was kind of spoiled. Mm. I'm a lot, I'm, I'm like really humble now. I'm like, I, I didn't see the bigger picture back then, but I definitely see the bigger picture now. Uh, like when I'm walking out in public, like back then I wouldn't care how other people felt. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was probably selfish. But um silly. <laughs> um but now it's like when I pass people in like the airport or stuff and I'm like, I wonder what they're going through. I wonder mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, did their wife make them mad today? Is the plane gonna be okay? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, um I think about a lot. I think about a lot of people. And and I I'm not um before I wanted to do hair and before I wanted to do any of that, I wanted to do like charities and I wanted to give back oh, like people wow. like that are homeless and stuff. That shit made me sick. Like I mm-hmm. give away a lot of money. I give away a lot of money, but I would never record it and I don't like people that do that. Mm-hmm. Um, is it to certain charities or? It, like, what? what? Like the, the money you give away, is it to certain charities? That no, you really like, like it, would, it would just be people on the street. And it's mm-hmm. like some stories, like you can know when something's not real and you can know when yeah. something's real. And then sometimes you have to take a chance and hope they're not lying to you. But um, there's like this woman that lives outside my house and, and I take her stuff. She, uh, I live in these apartments downtown Dallas and 
sometimes I take her stuff, but when I see her, she never has any of that stuff with her. Um, and so I was like, what the hell are you doing with it? You know what I'm saying? But like at the same time, I just want to keep giving to her. I don't know. Um, but I was like, I can't give, I can't do charities and I can't give back if I don't have like on a hairdresser salary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like as soon as like, you know, let, let's say I get a, a deal or, you know, some money start rolling in, like I'm definitely going to be doing stuff that I've always wanted to do. I want to go to New York and I want to, I want to take, I want to take some people out of the cold and stuff like that. Mm, I love that. Yeah. What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far in your life? Um, in my whole life? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I, I really don't uh, deal with a lot of things that people deal with mm -hmm. um, in today's society. Um, I feel like because I'm white, I don't have to face as many problems or challenges. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel bad for that. I feel bad for that. And, and sometimes when I see people getting talked to by a cop, I, I'm, I'm going to start recording just in case. Because, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, just I, if I can help, I will or anything like that um but a challenge is that sometimes they don't people don't want to uh, sometimes people don't want to give me the benefit of the doubt i get acts and they're like mm -hmm. white people should never be rapping you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. um or sometimes they think my accent or stuff is fake or something i'm like bro like i'm not i'm not these trolling ass internet ass people like you know like, i'm not i'm not doing this shit for I'm not doing this shit for what they're doing it for. I'm doing it because, like, I want to be a, I want to be a star, mm -hmm. you know? Actually, with that, like, going from doing salon stuff to, like, putting stuff on the internet and getting this kind of feedback, was it difficult for you to deal with it initially? Or how did you wrap your head around it? Um, I knew that, that some people were going to, like, you know, roast me and, like, go in and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, my mom told me to be prepared for it. She's mm -hmm. like, I don't know if you'll be able to handle, like, a lot of people being mean to you or, like... She never wanted me to post my niece and my nephew. She's like, I don't want these people in our lives. Like, you don't know these people. Mm -hmm. You never know what could happen. Are you prepared for a stalker or something like that? And yeah. um, she's like telling me just be prepared for it and stuff like that. And at first, I would read them. When Trapper's Delight first popped, mm -hmm. I couldn't read anything oh. because it was so. No, it wasn't bad. It was oh. it was popping. So oh. I was like, shit. Well, <laughs> I, I can't even read. I was trying. Oh. I would go back on my break at work and try to catch no up. No way. And couldn't catch up. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, fuck them then. I don't know what they're saying, but thank you. Um, <laughs> now, it, it be, if I'm bored enough, I'll check some comments. And I'll be like, bitch, I want to flame these hoes so bad. <laughs> like, I want to tell them. But that's all they really want is, like, mm -hmm. me to talk to them. Because if I don't like somebody, I'm going to just keep scrolling. And, like, the fact that you had the nerve or whatever to say that my like, bitch duh yeah <laughs> what does love mean to you love yeah you are so nice you're <laughs> so cute <laughs> um love is like you know not feeling like you need to hide anything and mm. love is like feeling like like don't hide who you are don't hide anything period like don't hold back and um it's just always being there for somebody and I s love is thinking of someone else more than you think of yourself. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Because, like, I've been in a relationship where I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about what he wants. Will he like this? Do he, you, and I'm like, do you didn't even ask yourself, Tay? Mm -hmm. that's, that's what love is. Yeah. yeah. Last question. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? 
I want to be a, I want to be a fashion icon. Mm. I want them, I want these girls to pull up a picture of me one day, just like I do Lil Kim, and say, "Can we redo this?" <laughs> and I, I, I want to be able to be on a stage and see nothing but little flashlights everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to, it's going to give me chill bumps, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, And I want to be able to see that those people are there for me. Like, I think that I make music for, for girls that are like me. I feel like I'm different, but I also feel like I'm just like them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, there's nothing that's forced and there's nothing that's fucking fake. And you can't tell me shit about myself. And I, I think that they should all feel like that. Yeah, I yeah, love that. Yeah, I love this you. so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> Hi guys.